At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Begin our number three betting across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds had a nice conversation in hour number two with King of New York, Will Hill. Hopefully, you guys heard that because I, I do think right now it might be time to fade those Metropolitans. They get ready mm-hmm. for another game today as they close out that series in LA. Maybe tired, yeah. legs a little bit on the road. Something, some food for thought. Maybe not fading the Yankees, though. Now, not 18 now. to 4 oh. here in the top of the ninth. Just one out remaining for the uh, pinstripes. Uh, finish off the Cubs and go to 44 and 16. Another streak that is going to end, though, more than likely, the Philadelphia Phillies, who had won nine in a row. We mentioned the Braves now, 11 in a row, getting closer to the Mets, as were the Phillies, get over 500. Going to be the first loss in the Rob Thompson era. Of course, Joe Girardi was fired a week ago Friday, and the Phillies had not lost since but they're taking one on the chin today 12 to 1 top of the eighth uh so we'll keep an eye there we're keeping an eye on the rbc and again i feel like i'm guilty of trying to hand it to rory McIlroy about an hour ago Mm -hmm. and yet as he sits here and that putt's going to go begging here on 16 justin thomas just had a putt to tie for the lead he missed it and actually it was was kind of a bad miss he's gonna have a little knee knocker coming back yeah uh i think rory should be able to navigate his putt better i believe both for pars now on 16. Yeah, that was for par, actually, for McElroy. Oh, so this so is we have a tie for the lead? Yeah, this is going to be a bogey, and uh, oh. we're waiting for this to get repriced here at BetMGM. Uh, also, keep in mind, Tony Finau just one shot back at 16-under. <laughs> so now Rory McElroy minus $1.25, Justin Thomas at plus 150, Tony Finau one stroke back at 16-under. Wow. Six to one, we do have a three-horse race here all of a sudden. And JT, again, had that downhill putt for birdie. He not only missed it, he blew it by a good seven feet. It mm-hmm. looks like I'm all, you know, I, I think I'm one of the best of, of gauging and reading putts on TV and one of the worst in person. <laughs> I can't read a green to save my life, but on TV, I never miss them. I can yeah, make them all. <laughs> exactly. See, I told you that went left edge. <laughs> so again, JT now has a comebacker here, a little knee knocker on 16. Let's see if he can navigate this because those prices, you could have got JT at two to one and he does. It gives you. He gave me a tiger. Mm-hmm. He gave me a fist pump with that par save. This is yeah. game on, kids. Who would you favor? 
coming in for the final two holes here is we're going to be all knotted up at the RBC. Yeah, this is going to be hard because I think this is going to be maybe even money between them because wow. Finau, by the way, is going to par here, minus 16. And BetMGM, actually, they've made their decision. They favor Justin Thomas, even money. Rory McIlroy now, plus 110. First time he's basically been underdog all round. Tony Finau now drifts to, uh, I believe, 9-1. to one. So I think, he, I think he makes this par putt here at yeah. 16. I, you know, he Tony, does. It was a two-footer. Okay, so like you look at Finau, who's you know you can get eight to nine, nine to one here in the mm-hmm. marketplace. He's only one back with two to play. The problem with backing Tony Finau here in the live golf betting market is he's got to yeah. catch two guys. Yeah, right. That's the problem. One guy could drop. You can catch one, you know, but can you catch both? Tony Finau actually has not made a bogey on his card today, and he's five under. He feels like he's been lapped because Justin Thomas eight under on his round, Rory McIlroy six under. So Tony Finau is the only one of these guys bogey free in this final pairing. You know, Justin Rhodes is in the house in the clubhouse five hundred to one. These guys aren't all mm-hmm. going to drift back to Justin Rhodes, but boy, that is a what if round. Yeah, with the three. Three, he shot a 60, America. He shot a 60, and he had three bogeys. If you took That's... those bogeys off the card, which, of course, you can't do, and he bogeyed 18, he shoots the best round in the history of the PGA Tour. He shoots a 57. And he'd be right there right now because Rosie's in the house at 14. You got to think the number these guys are thinking about with two holes to play is 18 under. Yes. Right? So yes. both these guys, the leader, sitting at 17. And you know Tony Finau in that group. He's got to make a birdie here, at least on one of the last two holes. You would think. Very quickly, Wes, do you know the answer to this question? Because I don't know why they are going off in threesomes today. I like there it. Was, there was, I think, some weather okay. that, that was supposed it's to happen. There's on a Sunday. Yeah. I like this, though, because what yeah. a power dynamic. And this group has just fed off each other all day long. Yeah, absolutely. So now we go uh, two holes left to play. I kind of mentioned it half-jokingly yesterday. And look, Finau's still very much a part of this equation, but... I kind of said half-joking, you know, Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour. Boy. If this comes down to Tiger and Rory, Monahan and CBS and everybody involved, and then had the little gif of Tupac dancing in the <laughs> I Get Around video, <laughs> that that's how they were going to be. Oh, and that's like certainly it. what they have right now, because uh, on the 71st hole, you have two of the greats of the game at 17 under, and Tony Finau, I think another very popular player no out there on the PGA Tour. So uh, we will continue to monitor that. We've also been monitoring college baseball. We mentioned Tennessee, mm-hmm. number one seed overall. They're not going to be going to Omaha, though. That's going to be the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They get a win. Oklahoma, by the way, did finish off Virginia Tech. So Oklahoma and the Aggies of Texas A&M who advanced yesterday, they'll meet up in the first game in Omaha. A couple score updates. Arkansas, 2 nothing over North Carolina. Arkansas trying to take the first two and move on to Omaha. First two at Chapel Hill, the road team there are the Razorbacks. Texas and East Carolina, still a rain day, delay down there in Greenville. That's a winner-take-all. Game three. And then Ole Miss in the bottom of the fourth, tied with Southern Miss, actually having to play at Southern Miss, who is the host here. Nothing to nothing. Ole Miss with a big 10-0 win over the Golden Eagles yesterday. I was mimicking Justin Thomas, who just blew his tee shot right on 17. I can't say the word that he said, but he just gave you the arm and a four-letter word yeah. to, to accompany it. Not happy with his drive. He's in, what in was the, that four-letter word for? No, but it did begin with an F. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got the right letter, at least. Very quickly, uh, we talked about the U- UFC 275 in Singapore last night. I just saw that uh, Talia Santos who lost in a dramatic five-round contest against Valentina Shevchenko for the belt at, 170, at 125 pounds, suffered a broken orbital bone mm-hmm. in, her, in her eye, and that happened on a headbutt in the middle of the third round in a fight that she was winning at the time. I just want you to think about your profession 
if I suffered a broken orbital bone as you and I were doing the show, I'm not continuing. No. She fought no. two more two and a half rounds against arguably the greatest fighter of her generation mm -hmm. with a broken orbital bone. I know. If you had the broken orbital bone right now, I think we'd have to be dragging Brian Ortega and we'd be discussing Tony <laughs> Awards here with, just, with you being out uh, to you just, know fulfill the rest of the obligation of the program. It goes to show you sometimes the athletes that we're wagering on, what they're going through in the moment that you might not, America, realize at home. Just absolutely incredible. More and more respect not only for the fighters, but certainly for Talia Santos in a fight that I, quite frankly, thought she won. Speaking of, uh, of teams looking for wins, let's get to the NFL. This is fascinating here very quickly. And it's the first win market. So we're betting on bad teams and when they're going to get their first win. I don't know who's going to be worse between the JETS, 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 and the Fighting Falcons down there in the ATL. But let's start with the Jets. And the odds that they get their first win, wow. You think they can beat the Ravens? Well, if so, in week one, that's a nice, basically a money line play plus $1.70. Yeah, obviously correlate it when you're looking because the NFL odds, by the way, pretty much, I mean, maybe some I think have put it out for every single week. Obviously, they're going to take lower limits on that, but all the week one card is basically out here. So, like, let's take a look at week one. Okay. Uh, plus 170 on the Jets. The Jets right now on the money line actually are a lot better yes. necessarily than that bet because I'm, say, I'm seeing, I think, plus 190 at BetMGM. They're closing, closing in on two dollars at a couple places in faraway places and that's so get higher as yeah. we get closer so obviously you know I, and i know betters you know especially casual betters think yeah it's not that much of a difference it does make a difference long term oh, when yes, you add it, it up so yeah if i'm gonna bet the jets i'm just gonna bet them on the money line and not necessarily in this win market so so i would lean toward the no on that i think uh baltimore opened four and a half now up to five five and a half in the market i think they're actually at six right here at circa now where you can compound this and make some money is if you say okay i'm not gonna bet week one to your point because you get better money and yeah. value on the money line week two against the browns I don't know what the Browns are going to look like. Right. Right. So Deshaun Watson, who knows? Baker Mayfield, you're going to try to make that work? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they're going to go, you know, third string quarterback potentially. I don't know if Baker's going to be on that right. But there you can compound it now and get 425. Yes. So that's where it might come into play. I don't know that I like week three against the Bengals at plus 450 to get their first one there. And then you get those long shots. And they're going to be dogs in most of those games going through. But to go 0-17... 35 to 1. That is not a big enough number for your street. No, no, not at all. And look, uh, those will get priced, I think, as we get later in the season when somebody maybe starts out or inevitably starts out like 0-6 or 0-7. Then you're going to be like, okay. Then you're going to put that, you know, 0-17 or if somebody on the inverse starts out undefeated, the 17-0, and and then people will gradually bet it. But just looking at this Jets schedule, I mean, you're looking, what is, what is Cleveland going to be? How long is Deshaun Watson going to be out? Baker Mayfield, I know, did not participate nope. in the OTAs. But I think probably the thing for Baker Mayfield right now is that he's probably going to be back in Cleveland. So does he just kind of like, you know, suck it up, buttercup a little bit and, you know, say, okay, I'm going to be a team guy. I'm going to play well in relief of Deshaun Watson, and then I can sign somewhere else next year. He's kind of, you know, 
in a rock and a hard in between a rock and a hard place there, and that's pretty much what he has to do. But just uh, yeah, looking at the schedule, not an easy schedule for the Jets to play the entire AFC North, nope. which probably is one of the more competitive divisions because there's really nobody bad in that division. So you know, looking at that, maybe I'd take a shot with Cleveland, or maybe I would wait for Miami actually in Week Five because uh, you know. All That's, four of these games, the Jets are going to be underdogs. And then, of course, Cincinnati wants to pay them back. Remember, Money Mike White oh, yeah. beat the Bengals when they were on a roll. So, you know, they would certainly like to uh, have a better outing in MetLife Stadium than they did last year. And again, we're going with the premise that the Jets are going to be bad. But over, their win total is five and a half. It's juiced to the over. Yeah, and I, and I, and I, At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. And I, I can't really necessarily pay that because I, I think that the Jets are going to be a better team, but it's not necessarily going to translate to wins and losses. Yeah. Like, I think that they have improved. I thought they had a very good draft. It is the second year under the Robert Sala regime. So you expect you're going to see at least some incremental improvements if they can protect Zach Wilson better and keep him healthy. But just the schedule, at least early on, keep in mind after that Miami game, you got to go to Green Bay and Denver back-to-back. When we come back, we'll go down to the ATL and talk about those Dirty Birds and the Falcons and where their first win might come and how you want to gauge this in the betting market to really match maximize potential profit plus drama at the RBC. We're going to update what's going on north of the border in Canada. Come on back. Betting across America right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please game responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross, betting across America here on VEASAN. Wes, I feel like every Sunday that you and I do the show together, it's like a mini major if it's not a mm-hmm. major. Like, this has really been intense down the stretch. Maybe, like, Rory McIlroy's hit 
15 incredible shots today. Yeah, his, his wedge game especially has just been ridiculous because you look on approach right now, and I'm just going by round four. Justin Rose, obviously, with that 10 under par 60, wow. gained about 5.36 strokes on approach. Corey Connors, Canadian, I believe he ends up being yep. the low Canadian here. Nice eight under round. He was 468. Justin Thomas has gained about three and three-quarter strokes on approach. So you look, Rory McIlroy, not too far below, about 2.3, but it has been the wedge game. You know, you not only from in short around the green, but, you know, just these 105, 110, 115-yard shots. He's just been on point all day and certainly was there. I believe he hit that to within about, a about yeah, about a, maybe a foot and a half, two feet. So uh, looking at the at the live and they just took it down. I think Rory was like minus $8. And so that's that how one. quickly. Minus $14, I should say wow. now, because Justin Thomas, I believe, still shorted the green in three at eight to one. And Tony Finau is forty to one. I don't know if that's a penalty or if he's going to he get released. Into the grandstand, but it did go. Yeah, it did hit a patron. Uh, the uh, little, uh, you know, she went tent tent back there. Uh, the lady, fortunately, is okay. But yeah. uh, by the way, uh, Rory, in terms of today, he leads the field in proximity from fifty to one hundred twenty-five yards. Uh, dials it in here at 17 I think the two approach shot today from 50 to 125 4 feet and 12 feet this is closer than both of those well JT's got to get up and down just to save his par the up is not his best effort so he's going to have uh, probably at a 15 17 footer as it comes to a stop he's not pleased with that that's going to be for bogey I'm not trying to jinx Rory. He ain't missing this birdie, kid. No, he's going to go to 18, and uh, Thomas there obviously going to have to get up and in there. That, I believe, was it. Yeah, that was his second. Oh, so no, that was his third. No, that was his third. So I'm he's sorry. So he, yeah, par. yeah, he's got to have that for par. Ooh. I have no idea what the ruling was on Tony Fee now. I think he does get relief, but that is going to be stuck in the rough, and I believe it's two club lanes, but nevertheless, he's going to have to chunk it out of there from behind the green. All right, so we'll see if Finau can try to. Yeah, he gets because when you hit a yeah, grandstand, no, pe- no penalty, no there. penalty because it's a man-made object, so they give you relief on that. And Finau, by the way, oh. almost chipped in. So oh. <laughs> that was a hell of an effort. He's going to save his par, barring a, a disastrous stroke and a two-footer. So Finau is still going to remain. He'll be back two, as we're going to give Rory that birdie here. Mm-hmm. He's going to be back two with one hole to play. It's really going to come down to JT and whether or not he can make a putt here to keep this thing interesting. Yeah. Sam Burns chasing, but he's on 18. He's going to come up woefully short here in his approach. One real quick thing here while we're changing sports here. I just happen to see this across. Of course, uh, the Yankees uh, just batter oh, the the Chicago Cubs here this afternoon. I think 18-4 to four was the final. The uh, last pitcher on the mound uh, was uh, one Frank Schwindel, a position Frankie player. Frankie Schwindel for the Cubs? Yeah, he did pitch, and he threw... A pitch, and I guess this is the slowest known measured Major guess? League Baseball pitch ever to get hit for a home run. Okay, I'm going to say that Frankie Schwindel spun a, uh, what do they call those, the EFIS mm-hmm. pitch? I'm going to say he spun it up there at about 52. 35.1 miles an hour. <laughs> That's all your power, kids. Wait until you see his changeup, right? <laughs> Give him the heater, Ricky. Uh, by the way, JT missed his par attempt. He's going to make bogey. We're going to have a two-shot swing. Rory McIlroy is going to go to 18 with that two-shot lead. We mentioned the JETS Jets. Five and a half is their win total. Maybe the team on paper that people are expecting the least out of could come from the ATL, mm-hmm. from the Falcons. The win dirty, total. dirty birds. Long days from uh, Jamal Anderson and Dan Reeves and company. Five wins is their projected win total. 
on the season. Now, where do you think that first win will come? And if you think they can do it week one against the Saints, I remember Jameis Winston's got some issues here for mm-hmm. New Orleans all of a sudden. He's got some injury concerns here. So we don't know what the Saints are exactly going to look like come week one. Marcus Mariota, we believe, will be the starting quarterback for the ATL, which is respectable. Uh, you see Seattle in, in week two. I don't know what the Seahawks are going to look like if Drew Locke right. is their starting quarterback. And then, of course, then you get to the big bad Rams in week three. We don't suspect they'll get their first win there. Then the Browns again. We mentioned another team of the schedule, same as the Jets, in week four. Would you take a shot at one of those first four weeks? And by the way, if you think they're not going to win any games yeah. right now, that's about uh, 22 to 1. Well, that and, and this is the same thing we talked about in the last segment with the Jets. Uh, week one, plus 160. You can get about $2 on the money line here at Circus Sports, 175, I believe, at BetMGM. So, you know, every little cent matters. Mm-hmm. And especially on the NFL, where, you know, half points on like key numbers are a lot more than they are, you know, your standard buy a half point in the NBA or college basketball or even college football. So, you know, every little value counts. So I would obviously not bet week one with New Orleans. New Orleans' team I actually like this year. I think that they could get back in the playoffs. I mean, they were 9-8 and eight having to start four different quarterbacks last year. I think having Dennis Allen, look, Sean Payton, you know, you kind of reach the end of the road there yeah. in New Orleans. And I think a Super Bowl winning coach certainly, you know, could get back into it. But now going into TV, I think in the studio for Fox, but... I think having Dennis Allen there, that's just a new voice. And I think that that's good. I think Winston will be excited about it, especially Michael Thomas coming back because him and Sean Payton obviously got sideways toward the end there. Yeah. Yeah. So so New Orleans, I think, is a team now. You're concerned about that Winston injury uh, going forward. But I think that this team is going to be better. I don't see Atlanta. I know, you know, divisional home dogs can often be attractive. So this line may keep going up. I think it opened three and a half when it was first put out. I'm seeing even a as high as five and a half right now. So if that gets a six, you'll probably see some buyback week one on the Atlanta Falcons. But this is not a team I'm obviously very high on. I think Marcus Mariota is kind of a rental Mm -hmm. to kind of see what they're going to do and if they're going to be bad. The quarterback draft, you would think, next year is going to be a little bit better at the top. I, I, I think for Atlanta, you know, if uh, Caleb Williams, perhaps, uh, he's going to be in the mix. Uh, the kid from uh, Stroud from mm-hmm. Ohio State, you oh, would yeah. expect. I mean, they're like the first two, I think, on the mock draft board right now. And they're probably going to be others. So Atlanta, I do think, is going to be bad. I don't see them beating Los Angeles. Seattle is going to be interesting because Seattle uh, – they're going to be they're they're going to be fighting for the seller. Actually, this is going to be the real seller game, Atlanta and Seattle uh, uh, this se- season because I think Seattle's going to be really bad. I mean, look at what the quarterback battle is right now: oh Drew, Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Woo! I mean, that's not a great that's, QB. That's run. I'm guessing who you're going to go with. So, just looking at these prices uh, now, Seattle's still a tough place to win, it but is. not a very good team. And that's why I look at Week Four at home against Cleveland. Uh, you can get them seven to one right now. At BetMGM, if you think that's where the first win comes for the ATL. Very quickly, on the Marcus Mariota front, because I agree with you, it feels like a placeholder until they get to one of these young kids in the draft next year. Mm -hmm. But the same thing could have been said not so long ago in Tennessee, where Mariota came in as a second overall pick. And then they got Ryan Tannehill off the scrap heap, remember? And then Ryan Tannehill kind of had a second rebirth. Is Mm -hmm. there any chance... Mariota has a second well, rebirth. Well, he he, he doesn't. I'm just looking at this roster, Dave, and he doesn't have. I know they drafted Drake London right. in the first round out of USC, and they have Cal Pitts, who could be one of the really good young tight ends in the NFL. But 
they just don't have like a lot of weapons. Nope. I, I don't I don't I don't think around them. Uh they've got some very young players that are going to have to step up. So it's not that I don't think Mariota can play okay football. The one thing you worry about and the one thing uh, an old NFL coach once told me He'll turn it over to you if you let him. Mm. You know, just stay in your gap, stay in your lane here, and, and he'll give the ball away to you. And that's something that you obviously worry about. Arthur Smith now in his second year of head coach down there in Atlanta. This is just not a team I, I am very high on. I think them and Carolina, and I would actually lean to Carolina as being slightly better. Yeah, uh, you know they're they're going to battle for the cellar in the South. But then you look at Carolina. What if Atlanta gets off to a pretty putrid start? Because you got to think they're not going to be favorite in a lot of these games. Even at Seattle, that's still going to a tough uh, place to win historically on the road. Cleveland, who knows what they're going to be. Maybe they could be favored. They're not going to be favored at Tampa Bay. Nope. They're not going to be favored at home against Cincinnati. They're not going to be favored or, or, or at home against San Francisco and then at Cincinnati. So maybe Carolina in week eight, and I think I'm seeing that at about 12 to one. That might be where I'd look. I think you handicapped the South correctly. Obviously, you look at the Falcons, the longest shot to win the division at 25 to one. The Panthers cut that almost in half, 12 to one. They're the Saints sitting right around plus three fifty four dollars And of course, the Buccaneers with Tom Brady back. They're the overwhelming favorite at three to one, uh, minus three to one here, uh, minus three dollars rather to win that division. So you can understand why the Falcons feel like the extreme long shot to win that division. We'll see if there's some teams that could miss the playoffs in both the NFC and the AFC as we round out betting across America. Roy McIlroy trying to round out the RBC uh, north of the border in Canada. We'll see if he can do it when you come back with us right here on VCD Sports Betting This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out what the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. And what an interesting scene that's unfolding before our eyes right now at the RBC Heritage Open. It's not a major, Mm -hmm. but for Canada, it is their major. Yes. And right now, Rory McIlroy, this has got shades of, this isn't Tiger at 18 at Augusta. Uh but they are holding back this, the This people. looks like the open championship, you with, know, when they can kind of fill in the gallery to surround the green the here. Or the PGA, where the yeah. fans were just, this is yeah. insane R- scene. Rory is uh, an honorary Canadian, I would think, at this standpoint. He is very popular this is a, in this wild. crowd. I think is very happy to see that he is going to finish this off as the Rory chance. Uh, surround the 18th green right now here at... Uh, wow. At uh, St. George Golf Club. By the way, Rory is going to pick up the win here. That is now his 21st PGA Tour win. 20, of course, the cutoff. Lifetime exemption, including four-plus majors. The only guy to do that before 34 years of age since the first Masters was held. 
Byron Nelson, Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, wow. Tom Watson, Tiger Woods, and now Rory McIlroy. You, you tell me that's good company. That's pretty keep? darn good company. And I always love, I mentioned uh, our guy Justin Ray at Justin Ray Golf. He always has these little factoids Fantastic. that just puts things in perspective here. So uh, Rory McIlroy now, uh, we keep thinking like he's an old man. He's not even 34 years old yet. He, this guy's still got, he's the fourth youngest to get to 21 PGA Tour wins in the last 50 years. The only guys that did it quicker tiger woods at 24 years old god that's ridiculous just, are you kidding me tom watson at 30 phil mickelson did it at 31 and now rory at 33 uh, 11 to 1 now those prices are coming down on roars next week here and, and he, look there's there's history against him because i mentioned nobody's ever won the rbc and then gone the next week since 1934 and won the u.s open so that history works against rory for next week but what works for rory is this swashbuckling style. And he mentioned before the final round, and I think it did help that he was paired with Justin Thomas and Tony Finau, two guys that can go super low too. So he said, I got to stay aggressive. Oh, he stayed aggressive today. And right now, JT's backing off because the the patrons, if they they call them patrons, Mm -hmm. I know they do that at Augusta. Mm -hmm. They are just, this is insane scene that we're seeing north of the border in Canada for Rory. So tip of the cap to Roars, who is just, put he's put on a show for Canada. You mentioned on mm-hmm. honorary Canadian. Mm-hmm. That might be the case going forward. I don't know how I don't like to play the shorter favorites uh at majors. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to deny what Justin Thomas, He's, the form he has, yeah. and, and the form that Rory's showing. You, you right think now. that Rory might be, depending on the market, uh, might be the co-favorite with Scheffler, and then of course John Rahm, still very much Remember in the mix. Me? So, so you're going to have probably four guys or five guys condensed anywhere from like ten to one to like fourteen to one. Mm. Scheffler, Rahm, Rory, Justin Thomas, probably all going to be there, and then you would anticipate like a little bit of a drop off in the high teens to like the guys at twenty maybe like the Shoffleys of the world. But look, you're going to have a very a very tight leaderboard here. So uh, Rory McIlroy going to go ahead and finish this off. Obviously, the in-play wagering at BetMGM now off the board. I think Rory was about 10 to 1 pre-tournament, pretty much market average. Might have been actually single digits at a couple places. But Rory McIlroy going to win the RBC Canadian Open back-to-back with the two-year yeah. sojourn in between due to COVID-19. They, they did not have the event up there north of the border. Look at this. This is a party. Yeah, yeah. This is an absolute yeah, party they, going they, on in they Canada They were showing right yesterday one of the holes they were calling the rink. And uh, I know Amanda Balionis Renner is the uh, on-course reporter yep. for CBS, does a great job. And, you know, they were having fun up there. This is uh, this is almost like a Phoenix Open. I was going to say. It's not quite that... throwing the beers uh, hey, on, on the green here goodness. in the water. But, wow. yeah, the, these people are excited, you know. And, and to say that, you know, this guy, I think his demise, people are like, oh, he's washed up because he doesn't win enough and i know our buddy and our colleague matt humans he often says you know rory's great but he doesn't win enough and you know now you kind of put it in perspective because he hadn't won a major since 2014 that was valhalla at the uh, pga championship so yeah he hasn't won he's still of course going for that career grand slam augusta is the only major he has not won so uh tony finau and justin thomas uh going to compete for second uh tony finau i believe 1600 bars this is a slow wow. rolling and look at the putt pace. and and what might have been for me that bet tony finau oh! and he drains it the place is he, exploding 
he misses the short ones and he drains the long ones. He did it yesterday in the third round on Saturday. <laughs> and, and that smile from Rory. This so is uh, awesome. Yeah, that that was an absolute bomb. And you just wonder because he kind of missed a birdie. He, he missed a birdie opportunity, I believe, back on 15 that it was like, man, he really needed that one. And it looks like he is going to come at least one short. So he's going to finish with a 64 to get to 17 under. It's not going to be good enough. We don't believe to catch Rory. But my goodness, what a bomb. Rory just smiled. As the fans, I mean, the caddy's going yeah. nuts. This to- is incredible. To- scene. Tony, Tony's popular too up there yeah. in Canada. Really, they all are. I mean, this has been a great event. This was a great week for the PGA Tour well, to have this event. So, and this is what we're talking about. Look, live golf. I get it. Mm-hmm. This, this is what you miss. Yeah, this is the PGA well, Tour well, flexing we, their we, muscle. We saw it last week too with uh, the Memorial when Billy Horschel won and his kids and his kids went this out is... there and they did ask. They go, "Did Daddy win?" And Billy Horschel goes, "Daddy won," because his kids had never <laughs> seen him win in person. And all of a sudden, you saw those two little girls jumping up and down. And then wow. the little boy who was, was kind of he first. was sad in the morning because he likes to wear the same color shirt that Dad wears in the final round, and they didn't have it, so he he had to settle for the red shirt but just seeing how excited his kids were it's like those moments uh, you know it is tough to put a price on those it uh, is so. you're not gonna maybe the maybe good golf in three years gets something that we're seeing at the rbc mm-hmm. good luck like this to me is if you're jay monahan if you're the pga tour this is what you wanted this is what you you say this is and, why you watch the pga and tour speaking of a player that might be peaking we talk about momentum Tony Finau's now got three top fives in his last five starts. Wow. Uh, a 62-64 on the weekend is usually going to get it done. It does not, though. This time he is going to fall at least one short. Because this is for so. Birdie for Rory on 18. So and he he's, he's going to end up being two back then. But nevertheless, uh, Tony Finau played very well. Rory McIlroy, 10-1, to 11-1 wow. pretty much was the market price. So uh, an excited crowd just up there west of Toronto. Uh, and, and actually, the golf hey, gets what, what done. It doesn't run over the TV window. No, and what a moment we just saw. So Rory makes birdie on 18 to get to 19 under par, shoots a 62 to go back-to-back as a Canadian Open champion because they didn't have it the last two years. And then a hug with Justin Thomas. And... Look, we, we don't know exactly what was said. It felt like a hug for mm-hmm. the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we are now. Those guys that left, good riddance. God bless you. Good luck. You're going to make a ton of money and all that. We're now the kind of the... the yeah. We're, we're, we're carrying he, those torches he, for the PGA he, Tour. Well, he is like kind of like the voice of reason or the, like the conscience because there's a reason why Rory McIlroy gets voted to like... I, I don't know what the official name of it. I think it's the board of directors on the PGA Tour and he is one of them. He is very well liked by the players yeah. and he's very well respected and he's always candid and, you know, there's a reason why he's a popular because he's a, he's a good, decent guy. Right. And I think that you see that and he makes it very easy to root for for so uh you know wow. we'll see if uh if they air that speech but obviously you know rory has been the main critic i think of this live golf tour and has really kind of taken up the arms for the pga tour so this is absolutely what they want what a scene up there in toronto yeah, it's just great look i mentioned it last night uh, at singapore and china for ufc 275 uh in, in singapore rather where they just the, the crowd was insane uh for the event and that's the same thing i just saw here north of the border in Canada, where yes, it's the event, but it's also Rory, and I think there is some some double meanings, if you will, mm-hmm. for his win today mm-hmm. on the PGA Tour. Our it guy is, Ian McMillan just declared him an honorary Canadian. 
What do you get so for that? I don't, I don't know if that's official, if Ian has the power of the uh, Canadian government. Do you get knighted for that? If the prime minister, you know, allows him to go ahead and do that, if, uh, you know, Justin up there said, okay, Ian, we'll let you go ahead and give him that status. It is, it's, it's an incredible bounce back week for Jay Monahan, for Rory McIlroy, for all the, the uh, certainly the flag, you know, holders of the PGA Tour mm-hmm. to do this uh, this week with all the talk about live golf. And next week, I just cannot wait to see, as, as we see again, the replay of Thomas. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just saw this come across here. Uh, uh, Rory just said to quote, I think, to the interview with Amanda, we don't have the audio Uh-oh. up, but said, uh, my 21st PGA Tour win, one more than someone else. Who is one of those guys at 20? That would be Greg Norman. Oh! So Shots he fired. knew he took an absolute jab at Greg Norman. Uh, Think there. these guys don't and, know. And the also, history? Dustin Johnson has twenty PG. That's who I thought he was taking the shot out there because I was like, I my, my, how many my, DJ my, might have been a double shot there, a double jab I, at those guys. Wow. So again, these guys are still going to be friends, but make no bones about it. They don't want the Live Tour players to do well next week at the U.S. Open. No. And they want to beat them. And from that perspective, it's great for the game. Yeah. From that perspective, yeah. it is fantastic when these worlds collide. I hope they allow them to keep playing at the majors because mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot to talk about for the next four days before we tee it up in earnest. My goodness, what a scene. When we come back, we will put some finishing touches here on Betting Across America and the NFL. Come on back. It's Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Well, you can convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas trip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM. MGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Wrapping things up here, betting across America on a Sunday with At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. Uh, Wes, always enjoy the conversation for three hours. Again, a uh, scintillating event that we just saw, the conclusion of the RBC mm-hmm. 
as Roy McIlroy gets his 21st career PGA Tour victory. Emphasis on PGA Tour. Yes. From Roy. And by the way, we're just seeing now, shaking hands with the commissioner, Jay Monahan. Mm -hmm. And I just tweeted out that this was not your run-of-the-mill yes. PGA Tour win. It has special meaning with Live Golf mm -hmm. being in the headlines for the last week. That was a moment. The hug with Justin Thomas, the handshake mm -hmm. of the commissioner. Tiger Woods can't play forever. Yeah. Rory McIlroy's in that sweet spot right well, now. And I mean, he kind of always has emerged a little bit as that voice of reason or, you know, a guy that, you know, is he's somebody that I think people look to. to they, they're like, going like to galvanize behind to, him. To put things in perspective. Yes. And, and he always kind of has. And, you know, you know, he's relatively, I don't think he's really political, but he's socially aware, mm -hmm. you know, of different things. And, and, and I think, you know, He's he's a very likable guy, and just to see him kind of emerge as maybe that leader on tour, I think Justin Thomas also kind of in that role. Rory, I mentioned, one of the board of directors. So that's voted on, by the way, by the players. No doubt. And, you know, there's a reason why they put him in there, because I think people really trust him in terms of issues of the game, you know, where this game is going to go go forward. So uh, congratulations to Rory, about 10 or 11 to 1, pretty much market average is where you got him if you bet him pre tournament and uh, uh, a nice way really to go in next week to the U.S. Open. Uh, he's, won, he's won a couple of those. Uh, players with the multiple tour victories this season. Rory now has two. Cameron Smith with two. Matsuyama with two. Max Homa with two. Sam Burns with three. And Scotty Scheffler with four. I witnessed the one of those U.S. Open wins firsthand at Congressional. At Congressional uh, where where that, that nice wet soft course and he just absolutely destroyed it. You know sometimes you, you look in your life and you go how was I there? I was on the green on 18 uh, because I was working, obviously, for Fox back in the day, uh, right there in Washington, D.C., and those moments of just standing on the green, Bob Costas is doing the interview, mm -hmm. and uh, there's Rory 10 feet away from me, you know, yeah. accepting the U.S. Open yeah. trophy, and those, those moments in time that you just go, wow, like, this is really cool. Mm -hmm. This was a really cool moment that we saw today. Very quickly, and again, we're not... We, we love golf, and we love to gamble on golf, and we're going to gamble on the Live Tour, and Wes mm -hmm. has already cashed a ticket for you if you have Point Spread Weekly, and, and certainly if you have the newsletter each and every yeah, day. Yeah, all the DC. daily emails. Uh, They're going to uh, be there. Plays get put in up and down the network, basically. You know, Scott Seidenberg's been doing very well with baseball. Yes. He puts in plays of the day there. So we try to give you all, ones on all the shows, because yep. that usually comes in in the morning, and then, you know, pay attention to the afternoon shows for JVT's NBA mm -hmm. stuff, Matt Humans, all the hosts up and down the network uh, so definitely check out that best bets doc at vsin.com every day so it's not like we're going to ignore what the live tour does absolutely not we're going to try to give you the best information but from a bigger picture of the pga tour the one issue or concern i have for jay Man monahan going forward mm -hmm. as the commissioner of the tour is overplaying his hand right right so like because we're going to have team events coming up soon that mm -hmm. i think if you're a golf fan you look forward to each and every year the president's cup and next year, the Ryder Cup. The President's Cup, by the way, that's interesting that you mentioned that because that is governed by the PGA Tour. So they can determine if you're not eligible that's for it. the tour, you're not on that team. Now, the Ryder Cup is run by the PGA of America, at least on the U.S. side. On the European side, it's run by the former European Tour, the DP World Tour right. now. But so, but the PGA of America, you got to think, are they going to go along, even though they're a separate body, with the tour? And, you know, the majors, obviously, the USGA, they 
govern the U.S. Open, not the PGA Tour or any other tour for that matter. The RNA, the Royal and Ancient Golf Club, that governs the Open Championship. The PGA of America governs the PGA. And then the Masters is governed by Augusta National. That's it. They're going to do what they want. They're going to do what they want to do. They've they've resisted public pressure on a lot of other different things for many years. They have. Exactly. I know exactly what you speak. And not that Jay Monahan needs my advice, but if I could give him some here, because of what you just outlined, Wes, my one word of advice to the commissioner is to really, it's not Mm -hmm. turning the other cheek, Mm -hmm. but what I would do is I would allow these great American stars to still back their country in the Ryder Cup and in the President Cup against either the world and or against Europe. Yeah, and then, mean, but then you don't have to allow them to play in your events on the PGA Tour. I get that. Well, on the and, weekend, and one of the things, obviously, he's got to do now, you got to, you know, this is the relationship business. So you got to reestablish your relationship, yes. not only with your players, but I think with your sponsors and with your television partners, because I'm sure he's going to be getting phone calls from, you know, the CBSs and the NBCs and the ESPNs. Not that they're going to abandon the PGA Tour. They are clearly no, not. They're, and, they're in and lockstep. And look, Live Golf, they still still got to try to get a television deal. I mean, you had to get it on the YouTube and watch it online on their website. That's not the that, way to go. No. That's good. I, and That's I know good. I know the goal behind the people funding it is not necessarily to make money, but you do want it to be relatively available, readily available to the public. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where this goes. This is obviously there are going to be more that decide to leave and, and go for that money. Right. However, it's, it's not over. one of the interesting points, though, they only have 48 players in this field, so as more guys join, that cu- means more guys get kicked to the curb. Oh, and I know boy. I know, Brandon Chambly on Golf Channel kind of says that. These guys are going to be assets until they're not necessarily needed and anymore. And then they're out. And that's a very good point because it's like, okay, who gets bumped out wow. for Patrick Reed to be in your field? Right, or for Bryson DeChambeau? Every addition means a yeah. subtraction from somebody yeah, else's so you're, you're Yeah, you're subtracting somebody near the bottom and kicking some guys to the curb. All of a sudden, they're not getting that big money anymore. And again, my only, again, Jay Monahan, and I'm sure he's he's debating these, these topics that we're discussing right now. My only point to, to Jay and the PGA Tour is, if you keep the hardline stance against the American players from the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup, all you're doing is weakening those events. That's mm-hmm. all you're doing. So I understand the principle of the matter, but the fans are the ones that are going to get hurt in that. It yeah. won't be the true Ryder yeah. Cup, and it won't be the true President's Cup if the best players are not eligible if to perform well, in those if events. if we're long-term looking at the game, you know, of what is really going to grow That's the game. exactly you it. Know, and what really grows the game is something like we saw, I think, this afternoon, and then like programs like First Tee yes. and whatnot. And look, I was watching uh, uh, U.S. Women's Open last weekend. There were top, la- top of ladies players, top women's players in the world, signing autographs during the middle of their round See? in a major. I saw Nellie Corda signing it's autographs. And it's like, game. that's what you have to do. You know, get these young girls involved. We saw something today, by the way, on the DP World Tour. It was the Scandinavian mixed event over in Sweden. So you had 78 men's players and 78 women's players. It was ladies European tour players primarily that were playing in this event. And I actually got the runner up there because I had Henrik Stenson, but I don't, you know, he was nine shots back right. because it was Lynn Grant, a 22-year-old Swede from the DP World Tour, that won at 24 under par. So the first ever to obviously win a men's event because it was a mixed event between both the DP World Tour and the Ladies European Tour. So, you know, that's big deal too, you know, for seeing young women to be able to compete because I know the tees were, the distance was a little bit of a variation, but 
they were playing for the same prize money, mm-hmm. and we've heard we've heard that talked about, especially like with the U.S. soccer, both on the men's side yes. and the women's side. Point, points of the, contention. The, the, the grand slams, especially for like the majors between the ATP and the WTA in tennis. So you know, those are things that grow the game. So when we talk about that phrase, you have to put it in the proper context. And growing the game, Jay Monahan would be allowing these players in the Live Tour that have defected to play in the Ryder Cup and the Presidents Cup. It makes those events better. Mm-hmm. So if we are going to put our head in the sand and say that Bryson DeChambeau when healthy and Dustin Johnson aren't two of the best American players in the world, then we're, we're doing a disservice to those events if those if, if players of that caliber are not allowed to play in those events. So I hope there's an impasse that can be met for those world events that make golf yeah. so special is, and so different. This is going to be, I mean, it reminds me a little bit of in the 90s, uh, the open wheel racing split. If you remember when the Indy Racing League go. and the kart series split up and who was the big winner of that? It was NASCAR. Now, that's the thing here with golf, though. There is no now. NASCAR. There's nobody to really take up the gap if both of these sides suffer. So one of these sides, if there's going to be a civil war in the game of golf, one of them is going to win. Well, it's going to be fascinating to see. I just hope that they can, because again, if you want to go play over there and you're Jay Monahan, I get it. Go with, with God, enjoy the live tour, make your money, do whatever you want to do. You're not eligible to play on our PGA Tour events, but I do hope that those outliers that I mentioned, the Ryder Cup, the President's Cup specifically, that they figure out some way if you qualify or are picked by captain's picks to play in those tours. It makes those events events better. And the only people that suffer in the end would be the fans mm-hmm. of the game mm-hmm. if they're not eligible. Uh, Wes, always enjoy the Good conversation, to be with my you, friend, bro. for three hours. And Will Hill, want to thank him as well. Great job by Brian Ortega behind the glass. Thanks for watching. JVT's coming up next right here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. This is VCN. The Sports Betting Network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare <laughs>